Hi, and welcome to the third episode of the Not Pretty Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about my birth stories, and we have Ashley Ennis, the doula, here to kind of explain to us why we need a doula and why it's important. Okay, so Ashley, welcome to the show. I wanted to take a couple minutes and have you introduce yourself and kind of tell us a little bit about you. Hi, everyone. This is Ashley with Four Seasons Doula Services. I am a mother of five a wife to my incredible husband, Nathan. Um, We've been married for almost 11 years tomorrow. And it's true, occasionally I roll through the streets of Estacada listening to gangster rap in my minivan. Awesome. Ashley, thank you for the introduction there of yourself. Um, I wanted to start by asking Ashley some questions. Um, Ashley was my doula for my second birth with my daughter Lennox, and it was a huge game changer with me. I was able to do my birth naturally, which I really, really wanted. And um, Ashley was a big part of that. And so I want to ask some questions to see if it would be a good fit for you to possibly have a doula when you give birth to your baby. Okay, Ashley, so my first question for you is what made you decide to become a doula after my fourth pregnancy it was a rough pregnancy then I got pregnant our fifth time and it was a really horrible pregnancy from the get-go for lots of different reasons and half of the way through my pregnancy um, we really thought we needed more we needed different and um, we knew what a doula was Um, I known about it for years never hired one with my previous pregnancies Um, you know, looked into a local doula, um, found her website, we saw what she offered, and we decided that was an avenue we wanted to try um, between my husband and I, and so we took a chance, and um, it was just an amazing experience for our family personally, so it's something I wanted to be able to offer to our community. So do you feel like having a doula for birth is necessary? Um, I don't feel it's exactly necessary. It's definitely an experience. Luxury. It's more of a luxury experience, um, for sure. Not everyone needs a doula. It's not necessary, um, but it definitely does um, elevate your birth experience, for sure. Okay, so um, now Ashley was the doula, like I said, for my second pregnancy. Um, I didn't have one with my first pregnancy. I felt like it was a game changer. I would agree with her where she says, you know, it, it's not necessary, right. but... I think it elevated a lot of my birth experience for sure. Um, So do you feel like, what do you feel like the doula did during your pregnancy that really elevated your experience? It was honestly like the little things. She, she text, she'd check in. It wasn't, you know, this, you know, everyone thinks of a doula and thinks the birth experience, right? But for me, it was prior to my delivery and labor that she really, she really helped bring me down when I was having those, you know, anxious times during pregnancy. It was, you know, swinging by a tea or coffee because she was thinking of me. It was definitely okay. that really personal connection that made it, like, the ultimate experience for us. So, a doula is available before birth, during birth, after birth. Correct. So, what exactly does a doula do? So... The sole purpose of a doula is to provide unbiased, up-to-date, physical, emotional, informational support and kind of guide parents through um, any of those times to support them. Okay. In any way that they need. Basically, in any way, we really try to cater to the needs instead of having this, you know, 
parameter around the family or around the birth or labor or postpartum, um, we really try to tailor the needs to them and where they're at in life. Okay. So I feel like during my birth, um, you knew that my favorite oil was stress away. Yes. And so (laughs) you brought that, (laughs) which was really helpful for me because it did relax me and then able to provide like some massages for me, but also to talk me down when I was done like really done and you were able to say like you've got this right don't give up now i did i was screaming (laughs) but i got through it but a big part of that too was that you were holding me accountable to what i wanted yeah you know that's one of the biggest things that um i feel is the key to having a doula is to being able to um guide the parents to self-advocate for themselves meaning not so much in words, but keep them true to their birth plan. Right. You know, and because, you know, they thought about this for essentially nine months, mm-hmm. what they want their birth to look like, what they want the laboring to look like, yeah. um, and immediate postpartum, um, you know, and holding them, like you said, accountable and keeping them safe to that, you know, birth Absolutely. plan. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like having somebody there to hold me accountable because my husband did not want to see me in pain. Right. And he was struggling with that. And yep. I think had I said, I want an epidural right now, he just said, get the epidural right now. Yep. And when there was moments that I wanted out of this pain, you were there to say like, nope, you told me yep. that you wanted this. And I know had I wanted to get an epidural, at the end of the day, I could have gotten an epidural. Absolutely. But I really didn't want that. Yep. And you helped me stay accountable to yep. that. So um, that's kind of cool to know kind of what a doula does. Um, So I know a lot of people don't typically get a doula because of the cost. Do you feel like it's expensive? What what are the, you know, is it $100? Is it $1,000? Right. So I do feel like that's from household to household, depending on, you know, the flexibility um, of their budget. Um, I do believe it can be affordable. Um, Is it for everyone? No. Um, there's definitely ways if you want a doula, there are ways to gain a doula, um, gift certificates. Most doulas, um, offer that, um, through okay, family Okay, so like friends. a baby shower gift or something right, like well, that? Right, well, in a separate, a registry to add them to the registry. Oh, cool. So, I didn't so, know that you could do that. Right. Um, another way is, a FSA, flexible spending account. You can use that for a doula? Um, potentially. It's something to... Um, check into check into you know depending cool. on your own okay it's an option um and then the last option i don't claim to be a tax professional <laughs> but um it's something that if you can't find any other way to pay um you know if you're paying 100 percent out of pocket and no payment plans no other things um you might be able to write it off on taxes um, oh interesting so talk to your tax professional about that um and then also most doulas really want you to be able to have a doula so they really are great with making um you know, flex payments and doing again, what we do meet you where you're at and try to, you know, work in a budget that works for you. Okay, cool. Um, now I want to take a quick side note because I just saw on your Facebook today Mm -hmm. that you're talking about getting another certification. Yes. What Um, is the certification? So the certification is, um, the breastfeeding educator certification. Um, it's a, you know, in doula, in your doula certification, you learn about breastfeeding, the basics, and okay. how to support women that choose to breastfeed or don't breastfeed. Um, and um, this is a class that would allow um, Four Seasons Doula Services to um, provide classes to the community, as well as parents. It can be private. It could be public. So it's just a cool. big add-on to our, to, your um, services. to our services that we're really excited over. So will you 
technically be kind of like a lactation consultant as well. Um, that is something separate. Okay. Um, we're not certified through the state. We're not, okay. um, you know, anything like that. But this is a separate to um, the basis of um, breastfeeding. Okay. And know when to let the parents know when you need to contact that. The lactation uh, consultant. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That's really cool. I'm excited about that for yeah. you. Thank you. Um, yes. Walk me through what a typical birth looks like. How do you support mom? How do you support family? Just kind of what that looks like. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the first thing is we definitely try to, um, like I said earlier, cater to the needs of, you know, the parents. And um, the first thing we know is that no two births are just alike. There is no typical, there's no normal, regular. So when you're in labor, we'd get the call when the mom feels she's ready. It's not always, you know, be there for the full labor. Sometimes it's at home. Sometimes it's at the hospital. Um, so wait, if I call you at 2 a.m., will you show up? Absolutely. Um, okay. Most doulas um, have a contract, and that's okay. something that's written that, you know, you're on call at, you know, 30 week, 38 weeks of pregnancy. Um, so there's never a, you know, will they show up scenario. Um, okay. And if there ever is, um, also most uh, birth and some postpartum doulas have backup doulas. Oh, so okay. when there is a true emergency and you are banking on that extra support, you, you know, put your down payment and paid in full, whatever the scenario for your, for your birth, and you you want certain there will be someone there, they usually have a backup partner. Okay. Now, can if I decide that I want to hire you as my doula, mm -hmm. which I will, by the way, Thank you. <laughs> uh, do I get to meet your backup if I want to? Yeah, if that's something they want to arrange. Um, some people choose to definitely want to invest the time for that meet and greet. A lot okay. of people just say, we'll kind of take that chance and hopefully that won't happen, which, you know, like I'm 98%, you know, it doesn't okay. happen, but for sure, always a meet and greet with any of the backups are always a good choice. Okay, sorry to interrupt you. Back yeah, to it. No. So, mom calls you when they're ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I said, that can be um, at home. That can be once they hit the birth center or hospital. Um, it can be at any stage they're ready. There is no point in time. Um, and then um, from there, um, you know, it'd be different positionings to what felt good um, for the mother. Um, you know, what, what might help uh, speed up their labor if they're looking for positions that might... Um, be soothing to them you know we try to like you know you requested you know lots of massages felt good to you yes. right and it doesn't everyone yes. um or sometimes you know what sometimes women even though I have to admit myself I didn't really like to be touched like that was something that I was just like I don't want people I don't want people massaging me I don't want hands on me so I definitely respect the women that kind of want that hands off but like that they want that emotional support they want that support that's just sitting there in the room knowing that they're there when they need them and they're ready. Yeah, I would definitely say during my birth, um, you asked me what I was comfortable with a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Like, do you want me to do this? Do you not want me to do this? Right. Uh, one of the things I told you was like, I hated water right. with my first birth. Yes. And my nurse was like, why don't you try taking a bath? And I was in so much pain that I was just like, fine, like whatever you want me to right. do. Like, I just want to get out. Right. I want the baby out. Yep. Fix it. Yep. And you were like, you do not have to get in the bath. Yep. And... I wanted to try it because I was in so much pain and it helped this time. But last time it was miserable. Yep. And just to yeah. show every birth is so, and labor yes. is so different. Yes. And that's something that's really important as doulas to ask what is comfortable with the mother. What are you sure that's what you're looking for, what you're seeking at the time? Yes. So that's definitely something that's important. I felt like too, had I said, no, I really don't want to take a bath and I'm feeling pressured mm -hmm. you would have helped talk to the nurse for Absolutely. me because and in that moment I couldn't yep and that's where the self-advocating 
comes yeah. into play. We might not say, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me, nurse. We don't, we don't want this, but we would say, you know, we'd have a plan to say, you know, can, can we have a moment before we move, you know, move into this or whatever right? and take the time. And then, you know, you or your partner can explain that's not what we're looking for. Right. So there's, that's really, really what, for me personally, when I was using a doula, um, that's what was satisfying to me is knowing that if I ever got to the point, like in that particular yeah. scenario, if there's something I really didn't want, but I just said, okay, fine. Because I just had, had it and or... I'm in so much pain. I don't want to think yeah. about it. I knew she was there to be like, Ashley, remember what we had talked about for many, many months? You Are you sure you're wanting this? And I know she would have supported me whether I said I did or I didn't. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I felt that too. I felt that you were super respectful and um, I felt that at all times what I wanted was important. Absolutely. And with my, with my first birth, first it was my first birth, right? So like mm -hmm. I had no idea what to expect right. and the nurses all kept suggesting things and... I mean, I'm looking to my husband who's like, I don't know. I've never done this before. Right. And I didn't have anyone else to look to. Right. And that's a big thing is also something I like to point out is, you know, a lot of people ask, well, why do I need to do it if there's nurses, if there's my husband or partner there with me? Right. Well, what's, why, why is she here? Yeah. Well, the big thing is, you know, we can support the partner as well. And yes, your nurses are there, but they're there for medical purposes to make sure you're doing what your body needs to do, you know, make sure baby's healthy once baby's out. A doula is a seamless from labor through delivery through postpartum to, they won't leave your side. You know, yeah. nurses have other patients. They do do their best and they're amazing at what they do. Absolutely. Um, you know, give them a round of applause for sure because <laughs> yes. they are amazing. Um, but yeah, a doula totally, um, it's an all-inclusive to your family as a whole, not just the mom. It is for the partner to make them feel you know like they're supporting you and yeah. giving them the extra support to support you yes I so felt like training. you helped that too no you did you yeah. you helped Dorian because um he was massaging me and I was like this is not this massage is not working uh -huh. and you're like how about you try this and why don't you put some oil on like right. and it did help and it made me less irritable with him right but you know he doesn't he's never been in labor so he doesn't understand the pain Absolutely. or where it hurts yep. fun fact Okay, Dorian asked me if I wanted a Pepsit during my labor with Lincoln. Pepsit? Because he was like, do you want like a Pepsit or do you like, what can I get you? And I was like, get out. <laughs> like, why? Because he didn't know. Like, right. he just he's like, what can I do to help you? You're in pain. <laughs> like, uh -huh. do you want a Pepsit? Right. Like, yep. yeah, my heartburn's flaring <laughs> up right now. <laughs> so I do think yep. that it's a super positive thing to have a doula to help with your spouse too because they mm -hmm. they really just don't know yeah unless they've been through it before and, and sometimes they I mean, haven't you have to think about it it must be i mean i've thought about this from time to time with my own husband he even though he's the calmest guy around you you know you know inside all men are like this is their hey. wife their partner yeah their spouse that mm -hmm. is you know on you know birthing however they're birthing and they're not sure how things are going to happen yep. so to scary support for them. them yes yeah. absolutely so to have that support with them, knowing that there's an extra person in the room that is dedicated 100% to them, not not their agenda. Yes. I mean, that is huge. Yes, I agree. Um, you did say something that I wanted to touch back on. You said that um, having a nurse and having a doula are different. Yes. What makes you different as a doula than a midwife, 
or a nurse. Right, and that is a very common question um, that I've heard from so many people's uh, midwife versus uh, doula, and we'll go over nurses as well. But um, so for the sole purpose of a midwife and uh, labor and delivery nurse is purely medical. Of course, they want to support you emotionally as they can, but they are, you know, this is their job. They have other patients. They have other babies. They are juggling a hundred different things. Um, you know, that is their role in your birth, um, to make sure everything is medically going to plan. Doula's role is non-medical. Yes, we support physically, but that's in birthing positions and, you know, gentle touch and, um, just, you know, knowing we're there, you know, in the room. And, um, the emotional support, I think, is the biggest thing that, um, the feedback I've heard from women that knowing they had someone just to, you know, focus on them. Oh my gosh. Just, you know, talk, talk me down, talk with me, let me cry, let me do my thing, you know, let me labor. Nurses aren't able to stay there through the whole time. Always. I mean, sometimes yes, but you know, um, I had like eight different nurses my first pregnancy. Really? Yeah. Like at Kaiser, I had so many ones that came in and out and I didn't like most of them. And then this pregnancy, I had one nurse, Mm -hmm. the entire labor. She was incredible, which I also think did help my birth experience. But typically I would say you don't have one nurse that stays in your room the entire time. Correct. And another fun fact, I also had her as You had your that yes. as your nurse too. Oh Wasn't my god, she isn't she the best? Yeah, she I really was. she was so gentle loved and calm and patient. Her. And she was like, she was Taylor, so gen- you can do this. She was, she's not, yeah. I mean, like I said, I love all nurses and what yes. they do and what they stand for, but she was exceptional. And I do 100%. remember that. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. she even sent me a card and told me like what an incredible oh, mom right. I was. And like, she could see my love for my babies. And like, oh. I got it. And I started crying in the car when I was Absolutely. reading it. She was phenomenal. I want to like bake her goodies and take yes. them to her. She's amazing. She was amazing. I loved her. Beautiful. Okay. That's good. I like to know what the difference is because, um, I think before I actually had you as a doula, mm-hmm. I don't know if I really understood why I needed a doula. Right. A lot of, a lot of women. Yeah. Don't. Like, so I need to pay money to have another nurse there. Right. And you're not a nurse. And that's something we don't diagnose. We don't, you know, medicate. We don't do any of that. It is literally, it's like basically, you know, a quote I have on my website, because I really believe in this, yeah. is that um, I think the quote was something like, uh, what was it? Um, my husband is my left and my doula was my right. Oh, I like that. And I think that really tells the tale of what totally. doulas are for. They're yes. there for your every need, whether it's ice chips or <laughs> a massage or just yes. talking to or holding to your birth plan. Okay. I like that. So my last question for you is why should I choose you as a doula? What sets you apart from random doula over here? Right. Um, I mean, I love what all doulas do. Okay. I, you know, it's not for me, it's not a competition. If you choose me, I want to make sure it's because you believe in, you know, four seasons philosophy, what we do, what, what I believe in, um, that you connect with me. Um, that's why we offer, uh, no cost in-person consultation. So we can kind of make that key connection. Cause I feel like that is truly the most important thing you could, um, you know, you think about this, you go into, you know, a doula. Yeah a meet and greet per se, you know, you meet at a coffee shop, you have your little meet and greet and you just don't connect with her. Could you imagine just not 
having someone like that at your birth, yes. you want to make sure the connection is important. Um, and sometimes it just uh, doesn't work out with a client in doula and that's okay. Yeah. Um, similar but, to a therapist almost. Absolutely. You meet your yeah. therapist and you're like, nope, yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, we, uh, you know, at Four Seasons, doula, do, um, do. <laughs> doula do. Doula do. <laughs> Um, we pride ourselves in, um, offering the additional services such as, um, you know, breastfeeding, um, guidance, meal prep, which that's a neat, uh, service that not doulas offer. Yes. Um, we come to your house for like five hours, do a, you know, make you successful for after baby comes home, even if you don't choose to have postpartum. Yes. Worth every penny. Absolutely. 100%. Um, and very reasonable in price. Um, uh, overnight stays, uh, that's a big thing because what is worse than, immediate postpartum when you're dead you're drained yes you're anxious you're sad maybe mm-hmm. you're nervous maybe there's some a touch of postpartum depression your husband's there trying the best he can but think of how he feels his head spinning you know everything yes so i mean those overnights those no, that would be a game changer ease, for right? sure right. that would be amazing yep um a couple other things we do is um practice safe sleeping um a lot of new parents don't know like what the proper and up-to-date um which we support all, but, you know, they don't know, you know, what's safe as far as swaddling, when they can sleep on their stomachs, you know, all the basics that kind of... Just help you feel safer. Yeah, and because in some parents, if they know that, obviously we don't touch on that and let them do their thing, but some parents want that and need that guidance. They're not sure. I would have loved that with my first baby. Exactly. Yep. I would have totally loved that. And then um, baby wearing is something that we like to, a lot of parents don't know oh. um, all the different ways and features of different carriers. They buy them. They don't know what to do with them. Yes. They don't know how to fit them properly. Um, so that's something, um, and that's an all-inclusive service to postpartum. That's not something okay. that's a separate, um, safe, same with safe sleeping. Those are just things that are included in postpartum care um, per standards. And then the last one um, that's really important is community referrals. Um, such as WIC or a, a lactation specialist. Okay. Um, when to see your pediatrician. Um, maybe when mom needs to see, um, you know, her doctor for some postpartum depression or okay. um, physical postpartum needs. Yeah. Um, we definitely love to give out referrals to anywhere um, we see fit, basic, okay. basically. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Really excited that you got to come on the show. Glad we made it happen. Um, And then we will talk about my birth stories after this. So I thought I would share my birth story with you guys from both Lincoln and Lennox just to kind of show you the difference between what it was like to have a doula and what it was like to not have a doula, as well as what it was like to have a epidural and to do it naturally. So with my first pregnancy, um, I had an awesome pregnancy. I ended up going into labor on my due date with Lincoln. So I woke up at 7 a.m. with contractions. I was having pretty regular contractions all day long. I didn't end up going to the hospital until about 7 p.m. Got admitted at 9 p.m., barely two centimeters dilated, but my um, blood pressure was so high. So they were worried that I potentially had preeclampsia, but really I was just super stressed about having a baby. So anyway, I ended up, um, getting admitted and I really wanted to 
get in the water and try to work through my labor that way because I was really insistent on doing it naturally. And after, gosh, about four hours of doing that, and I had been in labor since 7 a.m., so it ended up being like 7 a.m. to about 1 a.m., and I asked them to check me again because my uh, contractions were about a minute and a half apart, and they were lasting about a minute and 10 seconds, so I was getting like a total of a 20-second break, and it was kind of killing me. They were super intense. And the water was not helping and the nurses were irritating me. (laughs) There was so many people coming in and out and my husband was trying everything to make me feel comfortable and to help me, but I was just in an extreme amount of pain. So they ended up checking me and I was at a three. So after like 17 hours of labor, I was absolutely done and was like, give me the epidural. And Doreen asked me if I was sure, and I was just like, yeah, I 100% don't want to do this anymore. So I ended up um, getting the epidural, and I fell asleep for like five hours. And about three hours into me sleeping, I felt like a weird release of pressure. But since I had never had a baby before, I didn't really know what that release of pressure was. And so it ended up being my water breaking, but I didn't know. So when I woke up uh, about 5 a.m., I was like, I feel like my baby is like ready to come out. So they checked me and I was at a 10 and they were like, yeah, it's time to push. You need to bear down. So they wanted me to sit up and wait for the baby to kind of come down into the birth canal. And about 10 minutes after doing that, uh, I started feeling really nauseous And I told the nurse I I needed something and she took a little bit to get me something. And then they gave me the nausea medicine and they were like, let's do a couple practice pushes. So I started practice pushing and his head started coming out. And so they were like, wait, 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 we need the doctor. And looking back, I'm super frustrated that they made me wait for the doctor because if he's ready to come out, like, let's just have him come out. Well, when the doctor got in there, she told me that um, my water had broken and all of that stuff had happened. And so he had likely swallowed meconium. So there was a really high potential that he wasn't going to breathe when he came out, but not to panic because we were going to have the whole team come in and take him right away and get him breathing. So I was feeling pretty comfortable with that. They were going to take care of him. I wasn't worried. And then she's like, okay, let's do another practice push. And I pushed him and he came out. And so we didn't have anyone in the room. Nobody was prepared. And luckily he started crying. So he was totally fine. And we didn't have any issues with the meconium. And honestly, my birth was pretty awesome with Lincoln. I don't really have any complaints about how they handled it or anything other than making me wait to push because... I just feel like if my body's ready, just let me push. But um, it was kind of the aftercare where I felt like a doula may have been helpful. um, And I just didn't have anyone there other than my husband. And he didn't really know because this was our first baby. So a few hours after Lincoln was born, I was sitting in the room with him and he started breathing really rapidly. And after... A couple minutes, I like called the nurse like, hey, he's breathing really hard. Like what's going on? And they came in and checked him and they said, oh, this happens in newborns. They go through a period where they have to transition their breathing into breathing outside of the womb. 
and it's pretty common. For most kids, it's gone in like an hour. Well, Lincoln's lasted four days, and we ended up in the NICU, and then they sucked some snot out of his nose, and he was fine. But the other issue was the first night, Lincoln cried the entire night. Jordan and I got no sleep. He literally just cried and cried and cried and cried, and I was trying to breastfeed, and my nurse, like, would not help me at all. Like, she was like, I don't know, he's crying, like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, help me breastfeed, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I feel like had I had a doula in that situation who, especially like Ashley, who's going to be um, breastfeeding certified, could have helped me to breastfeed or to comfort him in a way that I just couldn't figure out how to. And the next morning, I finally had a nurse come in after like nine hours of Lincoln crying and she swaddled him up and helped me nurse and he was happy and he fell asleep and everything was fine but as soon as she left I had another nurse who was absolutely no help no one communicated to me what we were going to do about his rapid breathing and if he was going to be okay and then they came in they're like well there might be something wrong with his heart and lungs and I'm like what do you mean like his ultrasounds were perfect and you guys said he was perfect when he came out and now all of a sudden He has some sort of heart issue or some lung issue, like what's going on? And there was just absolutely no communication. We were in the hospital for four days. We ended up in the NICU. I had to stay the night there by myself so Dorian could go home and be with the dog. And it ended up being such a horrid experience because we didn't have anyone to kind of walk us through what's normal or help us to ask questions because we just had no idea what we were doing. Now, with Lennox's birth, it was completely different. Lennox, um, I went into labor on my due date again. Um, I actually went into labor the day before. I'm sorry. I had Lennox on her due date. And when I went into the hospital, I was having really steady contractions and they were super painful. And I ended up being in labor for 15 hours. And the doctor checked me and I was at a two. And I was super frustrated because I really, really, really didn't want an epidural. And I was really dead set on having a natural birth this time. And Ashley being my doula was really, really helpful in keeping me in line with what I wanted and just reminding me what I wanted and how important it was to stick to what I wanted. And so I was at a two, I was in a lot of pain. I was feeling really frustrated and, um, the doctor was like, let's just keep you here. We're not going to admit you yet. Let's see if you progress. And in an hour, I was at a three. So they decided to admit me. And then I went every hour after that, I went up a centimeter and I was able to keep myself um, from getting an epidural with the help of Ashley and my husband. And also I used um, laughing gas and if anyone who's used it for their birth, you know that it doesn't actually take away the pain at all. Uh, it just kind of gives you something to focus on. And so you just kind of like breathe it in and it kind of makes your head feel funny, but you absolutely feel every single contraction, a hundred percent of what it is. But it was so helpful for me to have something else to focus on. Some people really don't like the laughing gas and don't like the way it feels, but I used it all the way up until I just like couldn't actually take deep breaths anymore because I was in so much pain. So toward the end, I was at nine centimeters 
and I was kind of stuck there for a minute and I was screaming at the top of my lungs because I wanted to quit and I wanted an epidural and I was stupid for not getting one. That's <laughs> how I felt. And Ashley seriously sat there and talked me down and told me like, I just kept screaming that I couldn't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And she's like, you're doing it and you're doing amazing. You've got this. Just remember to breathe. And of course I'm like, I'm breathing, but I wasn't. I was screaming. And the doctor decided since I was in so much pain that she was going to push my cervix back. So she literally stuck her hand in and during contraction pushed my cervix back to get me to a 10. And then I was able to push Lennox out in just like two or three pushes. It was awesome. But at the end of it, I felt like Ashley was helping me advocate for myself. And when they were offering me certain things, Ashley was like, hey, look at me. Remember, this is what you wanted. And there was a moment where um, I was in an excruciating pain and the doctors, I asked for fentanyl and the doctors were like, we're going to get it for you. But there was a power outage during my labor. And so they were trying to get it rung in because they can't give it to me until they've rang it in and attach it to my IV or something. And so it was taking forever and I was screaming for them to give me the medicine. And Ashley was looking at me like, hey, you're almost there. You don't need this. And I was like, Ashley, I need it. <laughs> and she totally was like, okay, you know, and they gave it to me and it did absolutely nothing. So she was totally right. I didn't need it because I got through it without it doing anything for me. And I think that's what I like the most about having a doula was she was there to remind me of the things that I wanted, but she was also there to support me when I changed my mind. And I really appreciated that because I think sometimes people can be pushy. Your nurses can be pushy. Your Maybe your spouse is pushy. Maybe your sister, your mom, whatever is pushy in the delivery room. Um, but Ashley was nothing but supportive. And that's also why I didn't have anyone other than my husband and me and Ashley and then Velvet, of course, who takes our birth photos. Um, she's amazing. But I thought it was really important to have somebody who supported my choices and also reminded me of what I wanted, but didn't force her own choices on me. So I know that that was kind of a quick story through my birth stories, but my births have been pretty uncomplicated. Um, I haven't had any medical emergencies yet, knock on wood. Um, but honestly, I just, having a doula might not be for everybody, but I really do think for some people it's really important. And if you want a natural birth, I think having a doula is probably one of the best things that you can do for yourself. So I hope you guys found this episode uh, informative and helpful. And Ashley was so nice. She decided to do a deal for you guys. So if any of you are expecting moms or you know anyone who is and you want to give a gift, Ashley was willing to offer $50 off her birth services. So all you need to do is mention that you listen to the Not Pretty podcast, um, which is so awesome. You guys, that's such a sweet deal. So anyway, I hope you loved it. I, if you have any questions for Ashley or for me, um, please message me on my website, 
thenotprettypodcast.com. You can Instagram me, Facebook me, Twitter me, uh, tweet me. Sorry, I'm not hip with the lingo. Um, and then Ashley has her own website. She is from Four Seasons Doula Services. I do have her uh, website, her bio, and her picture on my website under guests of the pod. Um, so go check her out for sure. Share her page, like her page, let her keep you updated because she is seriously amazing and well worth um, the money. You guys, she's awesome and she's so helpful. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate that you guys show up every single week. It's so cool. Um, I also have some more exciting stuff coming on the blog. Um, it might be a couple weeks, but keep checking back. Please keep sharing the page, uh, share the podcast. It just helps to get it out there. I really just want to help people. Um, it's not for money. It's not for any personal gain other than I just want to share what I've learned and hopefully help somebody in in a, a way. I don't know what way that is, but I hope I help somebody. Um, also, I'm still waiting for my iTunes approval. As soon as that comes up, please follow, subscribe, rate, review as much as you can to get my likes up there on iTunes so that more people can see the pod. Thank you guys.